the series that we're starting this month here at Rockside is called Experiencing God. All right, and we're going to unpack things over the next few weeks. Um, but for the next few moments, um, you're going to hear stories and testimonies from some of the students that went to, to youth camp this week. You're going to hear from Pastor Leah. And they're going to share experiences that they've had with God. And, you know, I know you guys have been praying for them this week. I'm, I want to say thank you to everybody who bought all the chocolate and all the fundraising because that helped them to go to camp. That helped that extra $100 per student was super helpful so that they could get to camp this week so that they could get away from their regular life, right? And just to be able to be with friends their same age and to be able to be in atmospheres where they could just encounter God's presence. Amen? Amen. So for the next few moments, I want you guys just to open up your ears, open your heart, and you're going to hear from Pastor Leah and these students. And then when they're done, what we're going to do is we're going to pray for them. Those that are here today are representative of what God is doing in our youth ministry on Wednesdays and in this city. And so we're going to gather around them. We're going to pray for this next generation. Amen. For God's lighting, and a, lighting a fire within them. And we want to see that burn way beyond even our area. Amen. So, Pastor Leah, why don't you come on up and share, and then we're going to hear from the students. Um, yeah, so you guys know I've been talking to you guys about this for the past couple of weeks here. Actually, probably about a month now at this point. Um, just my heart for camp and how much that means to me and my story in it, how this was the camp that at 11 years old I got sent to, and I, was, um, I decided to follow Jesus on my own, um, like for myself, and I got called at this camp. Um, it's where I, you know, started operating in, in different spiritual gifts here at this camp. And every time I've gone, it's just been one of the most encouraging things. Um, so this year was real special because I got to go for the first time as a youth pastor. Um, and I have some of my, some of my guys here with me who want to share, share some of what they did, or what happened with them um, over this past week. So you've met two of them, and then you'll get to meet the other two here in a second. So you can go ahead. Um, my name is Michael. Um, so this camp was like, the services were like incredible for me. It was a big, kind of like a wake-up call for me and my faith because I was kind of growing distant in my faith. And like it just, I really felt God moving in my life. It was just amazing. And even beyond that, like beyond me, like it was amazing seeing some of the things I saw during the service, like people getting healed that we were praying over, seeing people like, starting to speak in tongues is I've never seen anything like that it was like an incredible experience hi I'm Zach Zuter uh, I had a incredible time at camp this week with my friends um, something that I feel like really just resonated with me was people being on fire for God and um, in the services, all the passion and energy that was directed towards God, um, like Michael said, like some really incredible things happened. So um, in prayer and worship, just um, direct it to God and be on fire, be passionate. Thank you, guys. Hi, I'm Chase, and I had a great time at camp with the kids I met, and it was an amazing experience. Like, we met this kid named Hunter, and we prayed over him for his soreness, and he got healed. It's just ne something I've never seen before. It was mind-blowing. 
I enjoyed all the service. I enjoyed the worship. It was a great community. And yeah, and like Michael said, people speaking in tongues, it was just, I couldn't believe it. Hi, I'm Joshua. Uh, camp was awesome. Uh, the thing that really stuck out to me was, uh, so we did the service, and we'd worship all that, and then after we would break apart with our youth groups, and we would talk about it. And for like the third night, I think it was, God used Zach to speak to me, and that really was powerful to me, because he addressed something that I had been praying for for a long time, and yeah, that was really awesome. Appreciate you. So if you didn't believe it from my account, you can take it from these firsthand accounts that it's not just me hyping things up. Like, truly good things happen at camp, so thank you. Also, I'm really proud of you all for just wanting to, or being willing to share just because I know that's big outside of your comfort zone. So thank you because it means lots. You can go ahead and sit down now. Oh, wait, just kidding. Oh, yeah, we're going to pray. So if I could have the board and um, any other staff members that are here, come up here. Let's lay our hands on these students that are representing this next generation. We want to continue to see God move and transform their lives. And their lives have been changed. And what's beautiful about that is when God comes into your life, right, and he changes you, you're not the same right? They can no longer be the same because of what they've experienced, what they've seen from their very own eyes, right? And we want to see that go beyond, even in the youth ministry, we want to see God encounter all of us, right, in those ways. And so, Ryan, I'm going to ask you to pray for these students. I know you help with there. You have a heart for them. There should be a mic somewhere around there if you grab it. And I want you to pray for them in this next generation. We're just excited, you guys. I'm so glad you went to camp. Now you got the bug. Once you go, it's like you can't, you can't leave it. And, and the thing is cool is even if you get older, you can go back and be a counselor, go back and be a leader, which is incredible. So, Ryan, pray for these students, and we're just excited to see what God's going to continue to do in and through this ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, we do thank just you. thank you. Yes. God, just for the movement of your Holy Spirit and this next generation, Lord. We thank you for the future leaders you have here, Lord. I just thank you for the seeds that were planted in them, Father. I just ask that you would help us as a body as they grow, as they go deeper in you, Lord, to give them a family and a support system, Father God, that would help them reach your ultimate purpose, Lord. I speak to each purpose represented here, Lord that they aren't here for themselves, but that you have created each one of them for a purpose for you, Father God. I ask that you would help them fulfill their purpose, find their purpose in you, Lord, that they would continue to seek you for the answers that this world cannot give, Lord. I thank you for each one, again, represented here for the ministry, Father God, for all the youth that will come through this ministry, Father God. I just ask for your peace, your direction, just for your Holy Spirit and wisdom and helping us raise up the next generation, the Joshua's, Lord. Those that will take the kingdom by force, Father God. We just pray and bless them in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would seal everything that happened at camp. May it not just be a one-time experience, Lord. May it be the foundation for the work that you're going to do in their lives. 
We just bless them here in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're not going to get into our series today. We're going to start next week, obviously, if you look at time. Um, we've got a few things we still have to do. Um, but next week, make sure you come back because we're going to be talking about experiencing God and um, freedom in letting things go. Um, but what I really sense for this time and in this moment, I want to share with you some thoughts. And then I'm going to have you guys, did you all get a piece of paper and a, a pen when you came in? All right, we're going to utilize that here in a minute. And then we're going to do some more worship. Uh, because again, this series is talking about experiencing God. Again, we don't want to just come in and do church and leave, right? We want to encounter the Most High. And whether or not you know it, maybe you're new to the things of Jesus, but what you are sensing today in this room, if you're feeling anything, if you're sensing the, something, that's called the Holy Spirit, that's called the love of Jesus, that's called his grace and his mercy. And, and sometimes you can tangibly feel it in the room. And that's his love and that's his grace. This last week, my husband and I were able to get away and we went on vacation. And I will tell you that it was so good for not only us, um, but my heart and my soul as a pastor and as a leader. And I told someone earlier today, not only did I have a great time in the sun, but I had a great time with the sun. And often when it comes to these times and these spaces, um, to me, nature, uh, when I'm out in, whether it's the ocean or the mountains or on a trail or when I'm out just in the beauty of God's creation, I don't know about you, but for some, it does something to me. I connect in a different way. And so that's what we're talking about this month, is experiencing God, being aware. We sang it earlier, Lord, help me be aware of your presence. Be aware of where you're at. Our world is so bombarded by stress and chaos and noise. You can't turn the TV on without literally everything is negative. It's dark and it's heavy. There's so much hurt. There's so much pain in the world. Even in our church family, the last couple of weeks, we, we have people in our church body that are experiencing huge pains of grief and loss. We have people who are praying for miracles in their bodies and those that they love. They, I mean, there's a lot of heaviness, right? We're not meant to carry it. We're humans, <laughs> And so we're meant to give that over to Jesus, our burdens, the things that weigh us down. But you know, you're like me probably, right? You think, well, I can handle it. I can take care. I got, I got this covered, right? And we try to carry it on our own. And over time, it just tears away at our soul and we become exhausted. We become worn out. It starts to affect our relationships. And then we start to get angry and bitter even at God or the things of God, right? That's so the enemy's plans to distract us with all the chaos. And what it takes is it takes us to pause. It takes us to slow down enough where we can, like, tune it all out and listen. And so that's what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks as we get into Scripture and we talk about experiencing God. We're not going to just talk about it. We're going to learn how to do it. We're going to walk you through some ways and how to experience God in a more personal way. 
You heard stories of these youth share what they saw and how that impacted them. Man, God wants to do that in your life. He wants to come and encounter, have an experience with you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus loves you so much that he wants to show up in your life personally, in your situation, whatever that looks like? I hope you do because that's his heart for you. He loves you that much that much that he wants to show up specifically. I'll tell you as I sat on the beach, which again is one of my most favorite things, I feel like I can connect to God greater than ever before. When I look over the vast ocean and there's no end to it, and I look up at the heavens, and all of a sudden all the worry, all the pain, all the stuff of the world goes away. Because you're just in awe, right? You're in awe of God and his creation and his goodness. And we just don't take time enough to notice it, to be aware of it. And I want to challenge us in the days and the weeks ahead for you to take time, slow down your life some, create space for silence. Create space where you turn the news off, where you turn TV off in general, and you just surrender yourself to the Lord. Say, God, speak to me. What are you needing from my life? I want to read a couple scriptures that, as I was on vacation, that the Lord shared with me, and I just want to bring them to your person today as, as an encouragement. And like I said, we'll get into our, our full series next week and in the weeks ahead. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Um, but I just really sense, man, the Lord, we've given the Lord leadership today, right? And we've let him lead and we're going to continue to do so. So Psalm 37 says this, quiet down before God and be prayerful before him. What a small truth, but how impacting Quiet down before God. Those are spiritual practices of daily, even for just a couple minutes. Shutting everything else out and just being silent and being prayerful before God. Let him speak to you. Philippians 4.8 says this, and this is probably familiar to a lot of you. It says, fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and holy. Right Again, we're bombarded by so much negativity. That scripture says for us to fix our thoughts off of that other stuff. Fix it on what is true, right, and good and right. Where do we get what is true? We get it through scripture. We get it through the word of God. There's nowhere else. This is the final authority. This is the moral truth that we stand upon. Everything else is sinking sand. Amen? Amen. So we fix our thoughts on what is true, what is good, and what is right. We think about things that are pure and lovely. And as we meditate on that, it changes your perspective. All of a sudden, what's going on around you becomes smaller because you know what? You get a different perspective and all of a sudden you're up higher and you go, you know what? Those things aren't that bad because you know what? I've changed my perspective. I'm fixing my eyes on God, on truth, on holiness. 
Psalm 62.1 says this, truly my soul finds rest in God. There has to be some of you out there like me who your soul needs to find rest. Your soul's worn out. It's hurt. It's broken. The only way that that gets fixed is letting your soul rest in God, in his presence. And the only way you do that is to slow down enough to make the time for a few minutes, even if it's in your car, two, three minutes, and just, God, come and fill me. I need you. I'm in desperate need of your presence. And then just sit there and soak it in. You guys, we have gotten way too focused on drive-through Christianity, right? We get upset at McDonald's when we go through and we didn't get our burger in 60 seconds. But you know what? Sometimes we are the same way with our walk with Christ. It's a process. It's a journey. The moment you accept Jesus, you then become a, it's a lifetime journey of becoming more like him. Our soul will find rest only in Christ. And this last one I'm going to share is this. It says, come to me. It doesn't say, go to your job, go to your other friends, go to where you make money, go to get greater education, go to, you know, it doesn't say go to all these other things. It says, come to me, Christ, the source. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Only Jesus can give you what you need, what you're desiring, what you're desperate for. Literally, you can try all the things of the world. You can try to fill it. You're going to come up eventually with the same emptiness. Only Jesus can give you what you need. All who are weary and burdened, Come to me and I will give you rest. That's Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. So what I want you to do with that little card that you have and the pen is I want you, I'm going to ask you two questions. And I want you just to jot them down, jot down the answers. And this is just for you to ponder between you and the Lord. Nobody's going to ask you about it. We're not going to ask you to turn it in or share it. This is just between you and Jesus today. And it's even up to you. You may not even want to engage. You may be like, you know what, I don't even want to do it. That's fine. That's between you and Jesus, right? This is an opportunity that you have to experience the Lord. So here's the question. Question number one that I want you to ponder, all right, and answer is this. Have you encountered or experienced God one-on-one? -on -one? So that's your first question. Have you personally encountered or experienced God one-on-one? -on -one? So you're either going to say, yes, I have, or no, I haven't. And if you answer yes to that question, the second question that I want you to answer is, when was the last moment of that intimate encounter? When was the last time, then, you had that moment with Christ? So first question, have you encountered or experienced God one-on-one? -on -one? Have you had at least one time where you've had that experience? And if you answer yes, when was the last moment of that encounter? So just take a moment, answer those two questions. And again, this is between you and Jesus. 
for nobody else to know. See, God is a, is a good, good father, and he doesn't hold anything from his kids. So you're as close to Jesus right now that you want to be, because Jesus has given you all access to heaven. As if you're a Christ follower, you've been adopted as a son or daughter because you said yes to Jesus, you have all access to heaven, all access to all that Jesus can give. But we're the ones that hinder that. We're the ones that stop the flow of that. It's time that we start operating as sons and daughters of the true king. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. So listen, if you haven't had an encounter with God ever, then today's a great day to start. As we go into worship here in a few moments, it's be a great opportunity for you just between you and Jesus. If you've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior, now would be a great time to say, you know what, Lord? I surrender my life to you. I ask you to come into my heart, become my Lord and Savior. I surrender. I'm waving the white flag. I can't do it anymore on my own. Today would be a great day for you to begin a relationship with Jesus if you have not had one yet. And you can do that right there in your chair as we have worship. You can have a conversation with God Almighty because you know what? He loves you personally. It's that intimate. But if you're like the other person and you say, yeah, I have had an encounter with God, but maybe it's been a while. Maybe whatever you wrote down, it was... It wasn't just yesterday, it's been a while. I want to encourage you to seek the Lord. Get yourself in places and in opportunities where you can be around the things of God and hearing him and learning and growing. Seek the Lord and he may be found. But we have to do our part. God is up there with his hands out saying, come to me, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Amen? So let's do this. Let's stand to our feet, church, and we're going we're gonna to sing this couple songs. And I want to just encourage you as we close out today in worship, there's not going to be a formal prayer time, all right? We're going to let this be you and Jesus so you can make your chair or your space your altar, all right? If you want to kneel down, that's great. But I want you to spend some time as we're worshiping, talking to the Lord about experiencing him. And what does that need to look like for you? Open your heart to him. Surrender to him today in these next few moments. Amen. Amen. Let us become more aware of your presence. God, that's, that's our heart's cry. We want real, authentic relationship, God. We don't want hype. We don't want 
anything other than your presence. So God, help us to be more aware of your presence. God, help us to create space to reorient our life so that we can experience you and your goodness and your love for us. God, this week, help us to tangibly make some changes in our schedule. To get out in nature, to take some time just be aware of you. The word of God says when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. So God, this week, may we draw more near to you. May we be open to listen to what you're saying to us. Yes, through your word, but from your heart to ours, God, help us to be more aware of what you're saying and what you're speaking. Show us areas in our life that we can give up, that we can spend our time differently so that we can be in your presence. God, we thank you for meeting us here today. We don't take that for granted. Thank you for your love. We thank you for your forgiveness. In your precious name.